And how you guys doing? Welcome to episode 839 of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow be joining me for the second half of the show. Make sure you stay tuned. It should take you right over there. Behind me, we have a 2018 breakout, baby. It's Steven Nicoletti's. He's over in the UK. Man, I love having... That's one thing I like doing now with the show is showcasing these motorcycles from all our listeners. You can send it to info at insanethrottlebikernews.com all the way from the UK. I told you so. Again, I told you so. This past week, the Mongols Motorcycle Club there was arguments in front of a three-judge panel regarding the appeal on the government's behalf where they want to take the trademark of the uh, the Mongols. My bad. It has to do with everybody, though. And people would say, no, it doesn't. It just has to do with the Mongols. If something happens to them, it's not going to happen to everybody else. In their arguments, they brought up the Hells Angels trademark. The prosecutors did in this case. Now, luckily, the three-judge panel seems quite, uh, how can I put this, not inclined to give the prosecution, what they're wanting. They're kind of hesitant. And what surprises me is that a Republican-appointed uh, judge and Democrat-appointed judge, they agree on the same wavelength here. They kind of came out and said, you know what, you're reaching here. The RICO statute does not cover trademark stuff and copyright stuff. but." Everybody's been saying it. If the Mongols lose this case, it's detrimental for everybody that wears a patch. Not only a patch, but for other organizations out there. If one of their members do something, next thing you know, the government's going to want to go after that. So this has been a very important case from the get-go. And that is why a lot of clubs have donated to this cause. But let's go over the article right here out of court. Uh, what is it? Courthouse News Service. Never heard of them. Uh, this was the 23rd, so it was a Friday. The feds are lobbying the Ninth Circuit to dissolve Mongol Nation's Motorcycle Club's trademark logo. Everybody thought this was done and over with. There are so many moving parts to this right now, it's hard to keep up. Now, the Mongols' attorney told the three-judge panel that dissolving the trademark could lead to violence. Which, he's right. Could you imagine somebody else just walking around with the Mongols' logo on them? Some unsuspecting citizen? Just buying it off the internet? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of issues with that. Totally correct on the Mongols' attorneys 
part. Let's go into this. And this was out of Pasadena. The federal government asked a Ninth Circuit panel on Friday to dissolve the rights of the Mongol Nation Motorcycle Club to enforce their trademark of their logo, typically worn on patches sewn on jackets and vests of their members. During the oral arguments Friday morning, lawyers for both the U.S. government and the Mongols asked the three-judge panel to overturn two cases. The Mongols want a 2018 conviction of the entire motorcycle club on racketeering offenses tossed, while the government want a ruling that said the Mongols could retain ownership of their trademark logo overturned. That's one thing I never understood. How did the whole entire club get recoed? There's people in the club that had nothing to do with anything 10, 11 years ago when Operation Black Rain went down because that's when they started all this before then going after the Mongols. But there's people in there, no records, didn't do nothing, but the whole damn motorcycle club was recoed? Yeah, I think it's time to toss that crap, man. And hopefully... This is a three-judge panel. Now, they could, you know, if the prosecutors lose, or they can ask the whole damn thing, a whole, uh, every judge in there to hear this. But if it doesn't go their way in the Ninth Circuit for the government, how much you want to bet it goes up to the Supreme Court? The reason being is, this has never been done before. So there's going to have to be a precedent set with this kind of case. Not just on the Mongols, but on, on other cases as well that might be dealing with this type of stuff. Now, the three judges appeared disinclined to dump either ruling. That I don't understand. That I don't understand. Because how are you going to RICO somebody... That has nothing to do with anything, if you know what I mean. Has nothing to do with anything. And you're going to RICO somebody over that. That is unfair. It really is. Very unfair. So, so basically what they are thinking is, hey, it's alright to RICO everybody, even though they don't have anything to do with anything or just join the club. That doesn't make no sense to me. Federal prosecutors have described the Mongols as, quote, listen to this one, how they are really throwing in the butter here, if you will, a beehive of criminal activity. In a brief to the Ninth Circuit, they call the Mongols a, quote, group of violent motorcycle gang members who or orchestrated the Mongols gang's commission of brutal crimes, including multiple murders, assault, shooting, stabbing, and drug trafficking. Everything they just described there, you can walk down to your local PD and get. <laughs> you know, remember, I can find anything that they claim that clubs do, they do themselves. Now listen to this. A decade-long uh, prosecution led to the conviction of 77 members of the Mongols Nation uh, in 69, a federal uh, jury also convicted the Mongols organization itself, which that I don't understand. Is the Mongols the first ones that they're going to 
convict as an organization hell you got cartels out there you got street gangs out there uh organized crime i have never heard of the organization itself being convicted it's probably because this has a trademark uh deal with it uh now they find them uh 500,000 and found it should be forced to forfeit a large stockpile of vest guns and ammunition seized by federal agents in raids the jury also decided the club should forfeit their trademark patch it's funny how some of these jurors they really don't understand what they're doing as far as what the government wanted in this case it could be their rights next that they're uh voting to get rid of the jury also decided the club should uh, forfeit their trademark patch a cartoon depiction we know that now but months later and judge carter has a case in front of them with the mongols right now said the mongols could keep their trademark ruling that to force the club to give it up would violate its First Amendment rights to free speech and association, which I think a lot of people believe that. Uh, there's been some briefs, I believe, filed on uh, other organizations' behalf because they know how serious this could be. And it would also constitute an excessive fine prohibited by the Eighth Amendment. A lot of people, they only know the first and second. You really got to learn your other amendments, man. You really do. Now, they went back in an attempt to satisfy uh, Carter's First Amendment concerns. The federal government, in its appeal, asked the panel to simply dissolve the trademark, effectively allowing anyone to buy and sell products with the design. Are you crazy? Seriously, are these people that incompetent to know doing something like this could get people hurt? And the Mongols attorney, George Steele, suggested that dissolving the trademark could lead to violence. Since motorcycle gangs often use intimidation and force to make sure no non-members wear their logos. That's from the freaking paper, by the way. He says, quote, it's a very good way to promote violence if you say, we're going to make it open season for anybody who wants to infringe on the Mongols' marks and make sure you can't be sued for doing so. Some Mongol who feels strongly about his right of association might have a lapse in judgment. And he's damn right. He added, having it failed at seizing the patch, they now seek to enjoin the people who own the patch from protecting the patch by legal means. And this is where it is good. This is where it is good. The judges appeared sympathetic to Steele's argument. This right here, I'm, for the life of me, trying to figure out what the government is actually trying to do. Getting these marks. U.S. Circuit Judge Danielle Forrest, a Donald Trump appointee, told the assistant U.S. Attorney Brian Eldon. It goes on, All we are asking for now is the Mongol nation be precluded from using trademark law and weaponizing it against what they would call potential infringers of the mark. I understand that that may not be much, but that is the limited relief the government is now seeking 
in order to accommodate the district court's concerns. They're trying to find a walkaround to it. And then the judges saw another problem with the government was asking the RICO statute allows the government to seize property, not to destroy trademarks. RICO, and this is a quote, requires title to be vested to the United States, said U.S. Circuit Judge Holly Thomas, a Joe Biden appointee. What exactly is the legal mechanism that you're trying to use? And then U.S. Circuit Judge Sandra Akuta, a George W. Bush appointee, seemed to agree when she said the government was attempting to do something the RICO statute doesn't allow. Doesn't allow. See, since RICOs came around, all they have been doing is abusing it. Alden called the request a more modest offer to ensure there is no chilling effort effect on speech. He pointed to a case from 2012 when the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club sued Toys R Us for trademark infringement over a line of yo-yos with the club's famous Skull and Wings logo. They're using the Hells Angel as a point to the court. I told you, and everybody, a lot of other people have told people, this could affect everybody. Now they're using the Hells Angels uh, suit, in this case, to argue that it should be wiped away, the trademark. A gang can take a trademark interest and derive value from it. The get is all the government is seeking that the district court allowed us to seek. Steele argued the Mongols ain't a business. The marks that Mongol nation sells, they sell to themselves. They are not a commercial operation at all. So this is what's going on right now in the Ninth Circuit. Let me know what you guys think. Brought another club into it. That's the workaround that they're trying to get. Unbelievable. Stay tuned. We're going over with China Dow right now for the second half of the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe over there. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for, for the, the second th half of this show. Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. China Dow's coming in the studio right now. Rock on. What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to the show. Yes, I got a female uh, canine or uh, feline companion sitting right here. She might make her own appearance over here on Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. How you doing, China? I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good, but I got a cat sitting right here by me. I know. She's sniffing your microphone. She's been following me everywhere laying down in front the whole nine yards i got a feline co-host now hey well she can take my spot it's fine <laughs> i was gonna say she is kind of cuter rude uh <laughs> she is not so how was your weekend it was i it was i it was i get to relax yeah was it fun yeah 
I guess you watched a new movie with our son, and you said it was just fantastic. Yeah, it was with Channing Tatum. That's why. It was called Dog. Who names a movie Dog? It was good. It's about. Do you want to know what it's about? Yeah, tell me what this movie's about. I know this dog. movie. This movie is about a dog named Lulu. What happens is uh, I'm bored already. No, it's a military dog that got a purple heart. Oh, I'm kind of interested in that. And uh, his his handler died, and his Channing Tatum's job was to get the dog to the funeral on time. Really? Mm-hmm. But mind you, this dog has extreme PTSD. It's a nine-year-old uh, Malinois. You know, canine. Mm-hmm. Be- right. Beautiful dog, by the way. Its name's Lulu. Lulu. Mm-hmm. Which happened to have been Channing Tatum's dog that he lost. His name was Lulu. Right. So kind of like Bond. Anywho, this dog is like super mean. Like you touch its ears and it'll tear you apart. Like it was just the their their travel there was hilarious. Oh, so it was more of a comedy. It was kind of comedy slash drama, right? Because he has PTSD from PTSD from the, the war in the movie, right? So yeah, it's it's it intense. was a good movie. It, there's funny parts. There there's sad parts. It's it's really good. I highly recommend it. We watched it on Amazon Prime. So it's available on Amazon Prime. Yeah, for free. Well, if you have, I Amazon have to Prime. say though, you watch some of the weirdest damn movies there are. You do. I seen the one part, and I looked at Corey. And I go, I'm gonna cry. I did. I, yeah. How, what is it with you women that you cry during movies? It was sad. Yeah, but that don't mean you have to cry. Well, do you know what the goal was after this dog got to the funeral? What? Was the dog was to be dropped off at the the local military base and be put down. Why? Because of its age and because of how ang- how angry it was and how many issues it had mentally. Did they end up killing this dog? No comment. Gotta watch it to find out. I ain't gonna watch it. You gotta watch it to find out. I have to ask you off air. That way you don't give it away out there. Yeah, I don't want to give it away. But I'll ask you afterwards. Because mm-hmm. I ain't going to watch that movie. Ask me after. It's fine. Okay, cool. I'll tell you, but I'm not telling all them. They have to watch it to find out. They got to watch it, huh? It's a freaking good movie. Hey, it's you- not because Channing Tatum's in it. Believe it or not, I was more entranced by the dog. <laughs> you know, some dogs do do good. Uh, Those Belgium Malinois are freaking. Malamutes or whatever. Malinois. Whatever. It's a canine. The same kind that the cops use. Okay. And it's a beautiful dog. You know what? She's been, you know, jerking me around trying to get me to get her a freaking German Shepherd. Yeah, Corey and I've decided we want one of those now. A Belgian Malinois. You know how expensive them damn things are? Yup. Better start saving. How's everybody doing in the chat room today? Hey, you got oh, a look. she's making her appearance. <laughs> She's sticking her butt in your face. Her ass right up in there, man. You see that? Okay, girl, you got to get down. You got to get down. Go, 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 go. Then she struts her ass away. You see that? Yeah, she's stuck. She has to make her right in your face. Right in my face. What the hell's wrong with these? She probably silently farted. 
Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, I'm going to kick your ass. We were making- She's crying that we're even. Oh, we ain't even at all. <laughs> so a couple nights ago, I get home from work, right? And I asked Hollywood, hey, you want anything from the kitchen? He's like, yeah, bring me some PB&Js. So I I'm love like, PB&J. So I'm like, okay. So me and our son, we're down there making the PB&Js. And my son looks at me. And right now, all it is is bread with peanut butter. He grabs it, holds it to his butt, and farts on it. Yeah. Not funny. So then I put the jelly on it and put the other piece of bread on it. And then I farted on it. And then I brought it upstairs and watched Hollywood eat it. And I was laughing hysterically (laughs) that I legit, I legit peed my pants. You legit peed your pants. Yeah, like legit. Like went downstairs and said, oh my God, I totally peed my pants. (laughs) And my pants were soaked because it was so hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. Well, guess what? What? Payback's a bitch. No, that was payback for all the times you peed on me in the bathtub. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Uh I get it. Yeah, I I got you back. But she back. don't want me to get her back. No, because that was my turn to get you back for all the crap you've done. Saying you fart in my mouth when I'm sleeping. I do do that. That's kind of funny. Okay, so we're even. You got a show coming up after this one at 9.30 yeah. a.m. Central Standard Time, by the way. Yeah. And it's going to be on Spotify. Yes. Apple. Yes. Audacity. Yes. All the big ones. Yes. All the big ones. I listen on Spotify. Chatting with China now. Yeah. And what's your subject today? About being called selfish. You? I was. You were called selfish? How the fuck did that happen? I don't I don't even know. I don't even You're know. You're the least selfish person around. Well, I was called selfish, so we're gonna get into the deep on uh what what it really means. What it really means. Mm-hmm. China now called selfish. Holy shit. I was, yeah. I was called selfish. You got some news stories for today, and we're going to come back and discuss that later on. What do we got for news stories? For my news <laughs> stories. Her selfish. Yeah, I was Who the fuck selfish. does that? Uh, well. You, they I, can call me selfish. I could tell you, but, you know, I'd have to shoot you. Oh, you'd have to shoot me. Yeah. Well, that ain't cool. Man dies in Lake County Jail the same day he was booked. Well, that ain't, you know, out of the ordinary, you know. These cops get stupid and stuff. Mm-mm. They beat your ass. Mm-mm. Oh, Mm-mm. It, it was something else then. A man died Friday just hours after being booked into Lake County Jail. He was 51 years old, and he has not been identified yet. You know, they haven't given released his name. Right. He was found unresponsive while laying in bed in a cell about 8.30 p.m. Friday evening. What, do you have a heart attack? Well, the man appeared to be okay during the routine check about 30 minutes before the correctional officer found him unresponsive. He was pronounced dead after correctional officers, jail medical staff, and Waukegan paramedics performed CPR and other life-saving measures. (laughs) During that whole time, the guards are probably there with their thumb up their ass because they weren't doing CPR. Uh, Authorities do not suspect foul play in the man's death. Heart attack, probably. He had numerous underlying conditions because he was alone in his cell the whole time he was there. Oh, he wasn't like Epstein where, oh, Epstein. I think he was killed. I think the government did it. Yeah, I think the he government had, killed 
He had too I think many, the government uh, killed Mar- Marilyn Monroe. So, I do, too. Know. She was hot. I know. Why'd they have to kill her? She knew too much about the Kennedys. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't doubt it, man. I wouldn't doubt it. You know, that Robert Kennedy was a little pecker. He really was, man. He, he You know what? He was an Indian giver. You know why he was an Indian giver? Why? Because his father, Joe, promised the syndicate the Italian mob, Costa Nostra, that they'd be left alone if they got John elected. And here you go, you appoint this cocksucker, this little bastard, and he starts going after the mob. Things that happen. No reason he's dead. Mm. They got they got him, I'm serious. You think so? I think the mob got uh, JFK. No, I'm going to stick to my guns and say that, that, that the government killed... Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, I truly believe that. I drew. I truly believe I it was uh, Robert Kennedy. It was someone. She, she was a badass bitch. She man. OD'd. She didn't OD. You probably shoved the damn pills down her throat or in her butthole. What? What? That's how people do that shit now. What's up with you in the butthole? People say that if you put medication in your butthole. It absorbs into your system faster. So that's one thing that people are doing now with drugs is putting it in their butt so they get high faster. Where the hell do you learn these things? From people around town. <laughs> They're actually talking about putting drugs up their butthole. Okay, well, I know a guy. I, I know this girl that used to work at the place I work at that used to do that with Xanax. I'm speechless. Yeah, she did. She used to do it with Xanax. Is she a hooker now? No. She like a dancer, I know. No. Oh, okay. Somebody different then. Yeah. I wouldn't. It, somebody it wouldn't totally surprise different. me at a hooker. No, somebody totally different. But she would actually go around and say, "Hey, I stick Xanax up my ass." She she told us in confidence. Whoops, broke it. <laughs> now it's all over the damn world with you. I say yeah. you broke that confidence. She don't work there no more. I don't care. Whatever. How? What the hell does Xanax do up your ass? Oh no, she. Make her calm or something? I guess. I don't know. Gives her a high. She wasn't prescribed it. It was always somebody else's. Now, that's a question I have. Hmm. Does Xanax actually get you high? It never got me high. I don't know. Just calm my ass down. Xanax never worked for me. I was given a prescription years ago. I took one and flushed the rest down the toilet. They don't even. uh, Didn't do that. They won't even hand Xanax out anymore. Oh, hell no. They give you basically like antihistamines and shit now because they say antihistamines do the same thing. Really? Yeah, so now you can get anti-anxiety meds that also help you if you have hay fever. (laughs) 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 What? That's messed up, really. That's what mine is. (laughs) So would they stick that up their butt? I doubt it. You don't get high off it can't even tell it's doing anything personally. Unbelievable. I can't believe somebody sticks a Xanax up their ass. They do it with Tylenol and all kinds of stuff. Oh, come on. Yeah. 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 Are you doing this that I don't know? Oh, hell no. I'm just putting nothing in my butthole. Mm-mm. Oh, bullshit. No. You wouldn't know about this stuff if you were to... You, no. People just talk, Are man. you stuffing stuff up your butthole? No. It's a prison here. No, ill. I don't put nothing in my butthole. Unbelievable. It's, it's better out than in my butthole. So it, do you think this guy died of a heart attack or something? Well, it says he had underlying medical conditions, so it wouldn't surprise me. 
stroke, heart attack, something. Right. You know. They, well, they said there's dead. an autopsy on Monday, you know, so sometime today they're going to do an autopsy. Well, another story that was funny that I'm going to go on. Uh, they're estimating that Sonny's funeral was 7,000 people. And if you would have read the news reports before, you know, that morning and stuff, you had some cocksucker sheriff come out there. Well, I fear there's going to be violence. We're going to have deputies everywhere. Guess what? No violence. No violence. Because it was a funeral. They have respect for their dead. Well, they were trying to say, well, afterwards, there was there was nothing, you cocksucker with the cowboy hat. What's with these sheriffs that have to wear a cowboy hat? He's from California. I don't know. I mean, I could see it if he was from Texas. Yeah, from Texas. But not California. You know, uh, he should be wearing one of them things that they drag you along. You know, the women put a chain neck on you. He's from California. That's what they do out there. Oh, like a collar? Yeah, a collar. put a collar on the dude. Yeah, it's not we, a cowboy hat. You're in the wrong state. Should we put a bark, a bark collar on him? But this guy yeah. was all over the news saying, "Well, there's going to be violence." It's insanity, man. These people are real dumbasses. That's what you call profiling. So he uh, seven thousand. I really thought there'd be more, but that's a, that's a good number. And guess what? Huh? Mister Hi Ho Cowboy was wrong. Yeah, Mister Hi Ho Hobby Fucking Duty. You know what I should call the police department, that sheriff, and say, hey, where's Howdy Doody at? You're stupid. <laughs> I should. Hey, Howdy Doody. I heard there was no violence, you cocksucker. Stupid. What an ass. Uh, that's what I should be calling cops now. What? Howdy Doody. You're stupid. He, they they all do. They all look like that Howdy Doody. Howdy Doody is a puppet that has red hair and freckles. That's what I mean. That's what I see when I see a cop. A dumbass. Whatever. Unless, you know, I, I have to admit, though, that one cop in town, I'd bend her over and give her a bad All right, we've cleanse. heard enough of that Yes, one. I'd give her a colon cleanse. We've heard that one. I'd handcuff times. her to her car and give her a colon cleanse. Yes, I would. Yeah, okay. Yes. I know you would. <laughs> she wouldn't let you, though, but, you know, good try, good try, though. Good try. It happens, it happens, it happens. A for effort. Thank you. So, in other news... Oh, great other news. What? The Diary of the Wimpy Kid actor, he was also in Riverdale, Ryan Grantham, I think is how you say it. He was sentenced to life in prison for slaying his mother. Holy shit, was he pissed that he didn't get any money as a child actor? Well, prosecutors said that he's 24 and he confessed to killing his mother on his own GoPro camera after the 2020 incident. He goes, I shot her in the head. In the moments after, she would have known it was me. <laughs> Holy cow. Yeah. How freaking damn. So Ryan shot his mother in the back of the head as she was playing her piano. Well, he did some shit. Maybe he didn't want piano lessons anymore. I guess not. He's 24. Six months ago, he pled guilty to second degree murder for the death of his mom, Barbara White. Or wait, I don't know. On Wednesday, September 21st, the judge in, Brit- in British Columbia, Canada, threw the book at him, giving him life behind bars. She calls the case life-shattering. Or and get this. shattering if you will. Yeah, well, get this. The situation could have been worse. Prosecutors claim that Ryan had aspirations of assassinating the Canadian Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. 
as well. In Damn, fact, I the, think he's pissed off at the world. In fact, one day after his mother's death, Ryan loaded his car with guns, ammunition, Molotov cocktails, and the directions to the prime minister's home. He wrote about his plans. Is this guy out of Canada? Yeah. He wrote about his plans for Trudeau in his diary. Uh-oh. They reported that Ryan thought about carrying out a mass shooting while driving to, to, to Trudeau's home. However, he aborted his plan and turned himself into Vancouver police. The judge said that it was a saving grace that Ryan did not follow through with his thoughts. Yeah, so they'll ban more stuff. They want to ban handguns. You know what? What's up with you people in Canada, man? But see what I don't get. He got life in prison. And oh, he, he says, ain't going to do life in Canada. Well, he played Jeffrey Augustine in Riverdale and Rodney James in Diary of the Wimpy Kid. He will not be eligible for, for parole for 14 years. Yeah, it's not really life up in Canada. Or Australia. It's not like doing it here in the States. So in 14 years, he will be able to be up for parole. And they'll probably let him out. Well, because he's a celebrity. Well, they do say they believe in rehab up there, not punishment. Makes sense. Punish their asses is what I say. Makes sense. Right? Makes sense. So did you ever see this one act? Yeah, I've seen all of Riverdale, and I've seen all the Diary of the Wimpy Kid movies with the kids when they were younger. So you know who this is? Yeah, I know exactly who it is. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think it's hard being a child actor? Well, duh. It's hard for the fact that these child actors and actresses don't even get their own money. Well, they're supposed to, ain't they uh, supposed to put that money in some savings account with them now? Yeah, I don't It kind of happened with Gary Coleman. You know, remember watching uh, Arnold and said, what's up, Willis? What'd you say? What you what, talking about, What you talking about, Willis? Get it right. They took the shit out of his money. Yeah, he was broke. He was working as like a security guard or something. And they did it to the other kids as well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the reasons why they came about with this... Uh, law where you have to put in a certain amount of money in there i don't know and what was it was even worse is you have these uh predators out in uh the movie industry that actually tell these parents how to do production companies and to get around this shit mm -hmm. they're freaking bastards man anything for a buck they use these kids it's it's unreal oh yeah and most of these kids, they're tutored. They don't go to regular They don't school. go to school. No, they get tutors. I actually feel, if you look at the kids' stuff, like, uh, what, Sesame Street, Barney, whatever the hell it is, <laughs> they actually use them up. Oh, yeah. Use them, throw them away. But not to have any schooling? That, that's kind of messed up. Supposedly, they claim having tutors make them better. I don't know. Oh, bullshit. I veer to differ. I think they need to it's the, outlet, like, the outlet of the atmosphere of a school. So Right. I kind of think that's bullshit. No, I think a lot of it's bullshit. I do. I agree. I hate it. It's stupid. I feel for all these celebrity kids. Hey, by the way, are you feezing? No, I'm actually sweating over here. You're actually sweating for once? Yeah, I'm hot. I'm telling you what, fall's coming here and kicking ass. I was feasting last night, but not anymore. I'm looking, I was, you know, because this week I'm going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I was looking out there, I was like, God damn, that's going to be a cold one. <laughs> Enjoy that ride. Yeah, right? That's going to be fucking cold. <laughs> Thank God for leathers and chaps. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. Yes. You're going to be one feasting. 
I'm gonna be feasin'. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we got anything else in the news here? No. We no. pretty good. There. I got I got my serial killer, and uh, you got your serial killer ready for the uh, next segment. Yeah, and then I got you know who's the serial killer for today? Um, this one was getting given to us by Dirty Knobs, also. Dirty Knobs, you know what? He, he he weird like you. Yep. You guys too much into this stuff. Robert Picton. Robert Picton. Mm-hmm. Give a little over, Bill. You this. He's guy. a notorious pork chop rob. Serial killer that fed victims to his pigs. Pork chop rob, they called them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What were they calling him in the news before then? Oh, that's what he was called. So that's what the news was calling him. You know, like uh, the green rob. Pork chop rob or the Green River Killer. Yeah, this, was, this was outside of Vancouver in British Columbia. Oh, this was up there. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? Let's talk about this guy. We'll go on the other uh, the other stuff in the next set, but let's go. All but right. Let's talk about your serial killer here, and you know, let's take it slow so we just discuss it, okay? Well, Robert William Picton, his farm revealed DNA evidence of at least twenty six women. What year was this? I remember this, I think. Early 1990s. We remember this. (laughs) This was all over the news. Yeah. Even down here in the United States, you know, you guys are. He wasn't convicted until 2007. It took that long. Mm -hmm. He was convicted of the murders of six women. But in an undercover interview, he admitted to killing 49. What do you mean undercover? And his interview. his only regret was that he hadn't gotten to an even fifty. I'd watch out if I was those guards, man. Yeah, they better be careful. What, what do you mean undercover interview? Was it with some uh, cops or what? No, it was just you know you know how you, they have people just go in and interview them and they speak their minds. I guess that's kind of like that Jeffrey Dahmer that you were watching because I walked in there. Yep. And the series was what? Him admitting everything in front of the cops and walking through it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, you know, everybody would Dahmer and his, oh, he died by getting a stick shoved up his butt. No, he didn't. Y'all need to stop believing in rumors. How'd he die? He was beat to death by one of the inmates that literally beat him with a weightlifting bar. Well, you know. And thing. all the beatings was towards his face and his head. Well, they should they should have stubbed a stick up his ass if you ask me. They didn't, and everybody says that that's how he died, and he did not. He didn't die that way. He got beat to death. China Doll's gonna check you, okay? I'm checking y'all. That's not how he died. He was beat to death in the face and the head. Unbelievable with you. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Tell me this background of this guy. Well. Pickens' murderous streak began in the early 90s while working on a farm outside Vancouver. Most locals noted that farm was to be creepy, to say the least. What would be a creepy farm to you? Seriously, what would be a creepy farm? I don't know, you like look at it and in your head all you hear is... (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) That would make it creepy. I guess you're right. It would. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, rather than a guard dog, a large boar patrolled the farm and would often bite or chase trespassers. Like a pig? Yeah. 
Instead of a dog, he had a huge pig. They had a huge the pig. Okay, that's a boar. Yeah, with the tusks. You know, those boars are little pests uh, all down south, man. They actually shoot them to get rid of them. And they said it was uh, extremely, like, a remote. The farm was, like, in a remote area. Well, most farms in a remote area. Well, he owned and that operated. Made no sense. <laughs> I don't know. That's what it says. He owned and operated the farm with his brother, David, though they eventually began to forego farming to sell some of their property. This move would not make them millionaires, but it would also would also allow them to enter a far different industry. Yeah, killing broads. <laughs> no. What do they sell their teeth or something like they sell elephant ivory? What the hell? No. In 1996, Pickens began a non-for-profit charity, the Piggy Palace Good Time Society. What? Mm-hmm. He was it aimed to organize, coordinate, and manage and operate special events, functions, dances, shows, and exhibitions on behalf of service organizations, sport organizations, and other worthy groups. Because of pigs. His events were raves that the brothers held in their farm's slaughterhouse. They do understand pigs go, you know, on to be hot dogs and... Yeah. But he basically held big rave, like, rave parties in the 90s in his in the farm slaughterhouse. The 1990s, it was a rave type of deal. All the parties were raves. Everything was rave. Remember them freaking uh, neon necklaces mm -hmm. and the, the hoops? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. They would get, the, I think that's when ecstasy uh, really peaked was in the 90s, wasn't it? Oh, get this though. Get this. This is something you're never going to expect. What? You're never going to expect it. Well, his events were known among the locals, often drew up to 2,000 people. Members Damn, of, that guy knew how to party. Members of the Hells Angels soon became frequent party attendees. Wow. <laughs> Other frequent attendees included prostitutes. <laughs> well, you know, you have to have some fun. You have to provide some services when you go to a party that way. I wonder if they got a cut out of it. I'd be, you know, if I were them, I'd be pissed if I didn't. Oh, I'd be pissed too. Which they should have. They should have. But it like sounds like they knew how to party, man. Hell yeah. They've had up to 2,000 people at their place each partying. Party. Yeah, each party. Mm -hmm. So why'd this guy have to go and screw it up by freaking killing people? Well, in March of 97, what a coincidence. We had our kid that month. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> he was charged with the attempted murder of one of the prostitutes. During an altercation at the farm, which involved Wendy, the prostitute. I thought he was talking about his pig. Her hands were being handcuffed. Picton stabbed her. And then... Picton himself was also stabbed and sought treatment at a local hospital where he was picked up on the attempted murder charge. So obviously she got away. Obviously she got away. Yeah. But what I don't understand about this whole thing, the brothers were probably making, you know, $2,000 at 10 bucks a pop. My God. 2,000 people. Not That's dollars. what I mean. If they were you said $2,000. Oh, 2,000 <laughs> people at $10 a pop. That's some serious damn money. Yeah. And that was at a party. Yeah, that was a rave party. Yeah, which probably had a lot of ecstasy and acid. I bet you. And if he's taking a cut out of that and the cut out of the prostitutes. 
why would you even want to go kill anybody at that point? Because you just have a rave a month. You, you're a millionaire. This is British Columbia, though. They are kind of weird up there. We see that in biker news all the time. They weird up in British Columbia. Well, the charge against Wendy was dismissed. What do you mean? The attempted murder attempt on Wendy, the prostitute. It was the charge was dismissed. Okay, now when did they actually get into finding out this dude was killing people? In the next three years, from 97, for the next three years, after Pickens' run-in with the law, a guy named Bill Hiscox noticed that women who visited the farm tended to go missing. Eventually, he reported it to the police, but it wasn't until 2002 that a search was conducted and items belonging to the missing women were found on the farm property. So this guy knew these guys mm-hmm. and knew these women were going missing. Yeah, every time women went to that farm, they ended up not coming back out. What was the guy like out there with binoculars or something and seeing what was going on? No, he actually <laughs> he was one of the farm workers on the farm. Oh, mm-hmm. oh. So he probably resided there, I would presume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he'd know if there's like 49 women getting killed. Well, they did only find... He's probably in on this shit. They only did find uh, the DNA evidence of at least 26 women. And all of those were the ones re- reported missing. So he was probably not lying in that undercover confection, uh, confession. Nope. Probably did kill 49. Probably. He was arrested on two murder charges. Soon, though, three more charges were added, then a fourth. Eventually, by 2005, 26 murder charges had been brought against Robert Picton, making him the worst serial killer in Canadian history. Canadian history. Mm -hmm. During the investigation. Has anybody else told the record yet? I don't know. This is, I mean, this is only in 2005. I always wonder if serial <laughs> killers, why they do it is so they just set They want to try kind of, and beat somebody else's yeah, record. Yeah, they set somebody else's record up. <laughs> well, that's how screwy some of these people are. Well, they uncovered just how Picton had gruesomely murdered those 26 women. They had a taped confession from him, and the police concluded that the women had been killed in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Some of them had been handcuffed and stabbed. Others had been injected with antifreeze. Now you see why I don't want to freaking get, you know, handcuffed. You stabbed my ass. <laughs> no, I ain't ever going into handcuffs with you. After they were dead, Picton would either take their bodies to a meat rendering plant nearby or grind them up himself and feed them to his pigs that lived on his farm. And these meat? places didn't think anything was up that's probably why he chose to mainly do most of them himself talking about getting rid of evidence though he was charged with 26 murders robert picton was only convicted on six counts of second degree murder because the cases were most the most concrete the charges have been broken up during the trial to make them easier for the jury members to sift through all the information how the hell was it only second-degree murder? It's Canada. 
<laughs> I like how she says <laughs> it's Canada. <laughs> She's like saying you stupid bastards. <laughs> it's Canada. <laughs> the judge sentenced him to life in prison with no possibility of parole for 25 years. The maximum sentence for a second degree murder charge in Canada. So he can get out after 25 years. Mm-hmm. The dude that feeds people to his animals. Mm-hmm. Any other charges against him were discontinued. As the courts decided, there was no way any of them could add to his sentence. He was already serving the maximum. Yeah, but he can get out after 25 years. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, does Canada have a fucked up system? To this day, 2022, it's just unclear on how many women fell victim to Picton's gruesome killing spree. He was charged with 26 murders, convicted of six but admitted to 49. But he can still get paroled. See, that's what's not registering to me here. You can get paroled for some shit like that? He probably won't. Well, I would hope not. Yeah, he probably won't. But they say, either way, William Robert William Picton remains the worst serial killer in Canada history. Well, he's nothing compared to what we got here in the United States. No, and a lot of them come from Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. They're going crazy. They're batshit crazy here in Illinois. I just think there'll be a lot more of them soon. Yeah, the purge law. The purge law. You know what somebody head. should do? I think it'd be funny as hell. Okay. At 12.01. I'm going to just yell the purge. At, at January 1st, have the sirens go off. And be like, the purge has begun. The purge has begun. Have like all the tornado sirens go off. Do you think it's really going to get bad? It probably will. You think it's going to get bad here? Probably. Well, I, I don't know. I, I think it's ridiculous that they're going to have to call to get permission to like arrest people and shit. What the fuck? But you know what I mean? Do you really think is is it overblown? What? I think it might be getting overblown. Um, I've had a lot of people say that you got to read more between the lines, I guess. There's not going to be people that take times to read between the no, lines. No, they're not. They're just going to shoot. I mean, if the, cops, if the cops are all saying that it's bullshit and they're pissed off and that they might as well not even have a job. Right. <laughs> obviously, it's not that good of a damn You imagine law. them sending a social worker out to a gang fight? Well, guys, you gotta sit here. Let's calm down. Let's all hold hands. Yes, that's kumbaya. <laughs> you imagine Come it? on, everybody together now. <laughs> kumbaya. No, sorry. Kumbaya, my lord. That's what they're gonna do. I think they should all hold hands in a circle. Then you're going to have people come out. Hey, people. Let's, let's have the caseworker go over and be like, okay, everybody line up in two lines. Now let's hold hands and play Red Rover. Red Rover. Red, Red Rover, Rover. Red Rover. Let Stevie come over. Come on, Stevie. Break through the line. I come just, on. I don't get their reasoning for what, what they do and what they come up with with this crap. This shit's funny. I just, I find the whole thing funny. <laughs> and so I think there might be more serials killers coming out of Illinois. There might be. That's what I'm. See, that's what I'm going for. I'm, a lot of them come from Illinois. I mean, you got Gacy. Come on, Gacy's famous. Yeah, you know, not too far away. You got Dahmer was in Milwaukee. But it's like, what are we I'm, doing in the Midwest that we're producing all these serial killers? Because we're, we're free. I, I, I blame it on the governors. 
you blame everything on a governor. Yeah, you know, Illinois, Illinois, is Illinois the governors have their own jail. I mean, come on. They do. They all, one right after the other, let's all go to jail. That's what happens here And in then Illinois. if you think about it, okay, you had Barack Obama from Illinois. And he wasn't that, he wasn't that great either. He was he was probably one of the worst presidents. Oh yay! First black man in presidency. He wasn't actually black. He was half. He was only halfsies. Y'all just don't realize. Yeah. He wasn't a hundred percent. Come on now. Ooh, China Dow getting down. That's like we get our first woman president. Damn, that should not happen. I'm just saying. I'm Mm -hmm. very interested in knowing why. That's just stupid. You got some bipolar PMS bitch with the button right under her finger. What is wrong? (laughs) No. Dude, she got her period. It's in sync with everybody else in the White House. Y'all are fucked. (laughs) See, China, you know what? You just said something that's non-politically correct. I don't care. I don't think a woman should be president. I don't give a crap what anybody says. I don't think that it should ever happen. But y'all going to get a damn president in there. It better be one that actually does shit and stop peeing in his old pampers. Right. What the fuck? Falling in trees and shit. Now you have no, none confidence in a woman doing a job? No. Absolutely none. Mm -mm. You know that that is like very interesting that you said that. I seriously don't. I really don't think that a woman can run the U.S. They don't have the capacity to. It's not so much the capacity, because I'm sure there's women out there that are pr- pretty damn smart, pretty damn knowledgeable, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, our VP's a dipshit, so it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you don't want her as president. Fuck no, man. Camilla. You know how she got to that spot, right? It's not who you know, it's who you, you blow. I <laughs> <laughs> just being honest in my opinion. This is my opinion. No, they actually said that's true. Well, it wouldn't surprise me. Especially with the Maryland, LA, I guess it was. Uh, yeah, that's what she's doing. How many times she were ch- you under the table she, at the meetings? Yes, chomping on the slong. But it's, I personally, I don't think it should ever happen. Mm, I think y'all. I have to hell. agree. You think, you think it's hell right now with Biden? Dude, it'd be worse with a chick. Well, I agree, because, well, you know, it, and I might saying, not agree. I'm Margaret not, Thatcher I'm, was an awesome piece. Well, Margaret Thatcher is amazing. You yeah, know? You she can't, was I would real. never. She was a real person, but, you know, it's like, I would. I don't think she'd ever be president. No, Come Margaret on. Thatcher was the prime minister of England. But she was good. Yes. And the queen was freaking good. Yeah, I got to admit, I love the queen. I do. But it's like, it's a fucking U.S. people. <laughs> Dude, this country's going to shit. You want it to go even shittier? It is really going to shit in a handbasket right now. I have to agree. And you know, nobody and, can and, say it isn't. And I, I, there might be a woman out there that could possibly do it. I'm not going to say there isn't. I don't think they're born yet. I'm not. I mean, I'm seriously not going to say that it might never happen. I'm not because you never Russia, know. You never China, know. Iran, but she's probably going to be a fucking her. Democrat because all these states are becoming Democratic fucktards. And Ouch. oh, sorry, sorry, daughter. Whatever. Ouch. But it's like what? No wonder I got the 18 plus designation on this YouTube channel. What? Can <laughs> see your mouth. <laughs> sorry. Yes, we're 18 plus now on this channel on YouTube. They said, oh, hell no. They're putting a friggin' 18 label on this sucker. Yeah, whatever. It happens. And, you know, people under 18 shouldn't be listening to this anyway. It's fine. It's fine. We don't care. (laughs) (laughs) 
we're just being. Labeled. But I am. I am surprised that you don't. You think that no women. I should mean, do it. I don't think they should do it. Don't. And don't get me wrong. You never know. Somebody might be a smarticle and might be able to get there. But we don't have them yet. I, I don't think it should happen anytime soon. I think after all the hell we've gone through with COVID and presidents peeing in their own diapers and you know hooked on phonic rejects, we we need a president like a that- Nancy Pelosi. She got booed at a concert, man. I was laughing my ass off. Dude, she's just a dipshit. She is. I, I hope with the midterms they get put out of, you know, I mean, get rid of these I, I truly think we need we need somebody in there that's going to take hold. And, you know, I'm hearing rumors right now that who, you know, after the next election, that gas prices are going to skyrocket. Oh, they're going to go back up because that that's how gonna, Democrats do that, shit. That they're going to skyrocket to where. They already started no, again. Yeah, ours went up 20 cents. To yeah, four um, bucks. Yeah, ours at it's 409. Like, who the hell are you fooling, you freaking idiots? Ours went up 20 cents in one day, so that kind of pissed me off. I was even on the phone with corporate when they're calling, telling me to change it. I go, are you serious? This is me on the phone, for real, 100%. Are you serious? Our gas is like 389 I thought we were going down. He goes, no, it's 409 I'm like, dude, that's 20 cents. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I know, Ann. I'm like. This is bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, okay, but just raise it up to 409. I'm like, man, what the hell? I hung up the phone. I'm like, yeah, I'm probably getting in trouble for that. I yeah. I'm like, I don't even care though. But that 20 cents in one day, really? I can see like five cents or three no, cents. It's gonna but it went up 20 damn up. cents. I hate if to see you, what this next week's gonna bring. If they vote for these Democrats again and not get them out. It's going to go right back up. But people are so damn stupid. They don't see. They don't put two and two together. They don't put two and two together. And I'm very surprised that you, though. (laughs) What? I'm loving that you're getting into the issues because usually you don't. (laughs) I usually don't care. But now you do. I do care. I mean, to a point. (laughs) What do you mean to a point? Because it's like I'm tired of stupid. Ouch. I'm really tired of stupid. I mean, come on. Our our freaking governor and the mayor of Chicago, they're both fucking stupid. Oh, I can't stand them. I mean, the one, that mayor chick, Beetlejuice, or I don't even she know. Is ugly, I don't even know she? what her name is, but I just call her Beetlejuice because if you look at her, she's got the bugged out eyes and the effed up hair. Okay. Why she's would just... anybody, but you know what, then Chicago wonders why they get what and they And see, get. that's just the freaking problem in this state. And I don't don't know how many times I've heard it from you and from actually other people. I mean, Chicago's huge. Oh yeah, it's like and it's democratic. Get rid of that place. You know, it's like you got. What people don't know is if you get rid of Chicago, we're a red state. People don't know that. That's just it. If it wasn't for Chicago, this state probably wouldn't be going democratic. No, to be Republican in this. But it's not going to ever happen because of Chicago. Exactly, and the people that oh, we the gotta stop the shootings. We'll the, stop voting the way you are. You the Democrats are always going to win this stupid ass state. It is. Well, <laughs> they bu- like no, they built so much cheating into the system that it's unreal. I mean, there's so many dead people in Chicago that are voting. And- <laughs> hey, w- w- before we go into your thing, what? What do you think the lasting effects of that COVID uh, lockdown? Because I was reading some stuff, and now you have that troll coming out and says, yes, we had to make some draconian type of deals in the betterment of 
I don't read about the Everybody. COVID crap. I'm so over the COVID crap. Yeah, but what did it really, I think it really affected our kids, those clothes, the lockdowns. I think it really affected the kids because of the fact that online learning, man, those kids are going to be running this country. I don't care who you are. You're stupid. They got online education. Yay! I think that's the I way think it, it made them. Though, I think with the kids, with the kids that I'm seeing nowadays, I think the 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 year and a half, two years or whatever with the online stuff, I think it made them stupider. <laughs> I'm sorry, I think it did. Very well said, but don't you think that is the future? Is online learning? I hope. Well, I hope. Not. I don't. I can't. I, I can't see how they can get it structured to where it actually helps somebody. Well, see, that's just it. If you're going to do online learning and online education of any way, shape, or form, you need to be able to have, like, if you get stuck on something, you need to be able to have someone to go to. Like, push a button, hey, you know, raise your like hand. Like, push a chat button to get a chat with somebody that's running that crap or, so do you or for that class to get help at where you need it. Because, I mean, our kid suffered because he had an IEP. So he suffered and they said, when you're doing the online learning, you will not, will not fail a class. But students that have an IEP during the online learning, they didn't even care. Mm -hmm. Because if you try to get extra help, like you're supposed to get according to your IEP guidelines, you didn't get it. Mm -hmm. They didn't give a crap. These teachers did not do their job. Well, before we get up on that tangent, I think it's the way the online class was structured then. Where yeah, half it, the time you can't even get into the class, the online classroom. Exactly. So if they maybe structured it better, it would have probably been a better thing. But if they do, that's like, another topic. If they do, like most people, the smarter people, do a test and make sure that it works for every student. Make sure every student's computer works properly. Mm-hmm. They didn't care. They didn't. They didn't care. If you weren't there, you were marked absent. Man, I shouldn't have brought that subject up with her. No, should don't I? get me going. She going crazy, man. Don't get me going. You're something's going on with you lately. Yeah. You're getting into the no shits given uh I left of my I left my bag of fucks in the other room and they're staying there. Now tell me why? I no fucks left to give. Why? What? Why? You've been like that for the last couple days. What? I don't care no more. I'm gonna speak my mind and I don't give a care who it bothers. Because if everybody else is gonna do it, why should I hold back? I don't care. You know, just like I was reading, Ouch. I was reading this article about stop worrying about what other people think. Mm-hmm. I don't care no more. Why did you go to an article like that? I don't know. I just found it. It just showed up. You know. Well, I want to kind of, you know what? I'm going to put you on the couch like Lucifer here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, everybody always cares about what other people think because that's about what being a normal human being is, is you always care what about other people think. See, I have to disagree. I have to disagree, and this is why. Because I first have to care about you to give a shit about what you think. You see where I'm going with that? I actually got to care about the person. Exactly. And most of the time, I don't. So why do I and care too about many you? People, there's too many people out there that uh, act like they care, and they really don't. Well, you get that every day. But, you know, you know there there's... She's getting feisty, people. This might turn into another segment, too. 
I mean, you can get consumed by worrying about what other people think. Like <clears throat> when it's like even an everyday decision, like what what to wear, who to hang out with, what career to pursue. Are you basing your fear of looking stupid? You know, who cares? Be you. Be yourself. Did you just like recently find your way or something here? No, I just opened my eyes wider. What was blocking it though for you? I'm not going there right now. What do you mean? I'm not going there right now. But no, what was blocking it? What were you? Because my heart is so big and I let everybody get into it. And well, this is true. And it's not going to go that way anymore. This is true. Because as a person, I'm not going to be taken advantage of. I'm not going to be used thinking I've got all this money when I don't. Mm -hmm. I live paycheck to paycheck, just like all the rest of the people in this freaking world do. So over the years, because this goes back a while. Yeah. You used to give people chances after chances. And I'd be sitting there like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) You'd be sitting there telling me, stop it. And you would always make me feel like the asshole. Yeah. But it wasn't true now. No. It was just because I kept thinking that, you know, everybody deserves second chances. That's how I always looked at people. My dumb. Hell no, they don't. My dumb, stupid thing. Well, it's a saying. Everybody deserves a second chance. Ain't my damn saying. But see, my problem was, is I would give thirds, fourths, fifths. Yeah, you talked about this before. But now I'm not. But now I'm not doing that anymore. So you finally went to the one and you're out deal. Well. I, I'm I'm allowing people that second chance, and when they screw up that second chance, because I'm going to go by the, the way I did years and years and years ago, everybody deserves a second chance because people make mistakes in life. Well, the, not when it's wanding. But after that second chance, I, I, I can't. I can't let myself be bothered with uh, being hurt, being used, being taken advantage of. You know, you got to remember that people really aren't that interested in you, that they generally don't care about you as much as you think they do. Well, it's self-preservation. That's, you know, I actually did an episode on this on the podcast. Self-preservation is a basic human freaking instinct. Mm hmm. Where, say, and I don't care if you got the bestest of the friend, or even a family member, if there's an asteroid coming towards Earth and there's only one spot in a shelter... They're going to save themselves. They're going to save themselves. That's the way people are. Yep. And it's sad, but it's just a fact of life. And I think with the scenario like that is where it's embedded into me... You only get one chance. Fuck you if you fuck that up. Well, some people don't tend to realize that no one can make you think or feel in a certain way. It's all about the way you interpret their behavior. Well, I'm fucked. If you nobody can tell me what to if you like, let's say if you fall and people laugh, you try telling yourself that you cheered them up instead of focusing on how stupid you just looked. No, I actually say, damn, I look like a dummy. No, usually if I if I fall, I laugh. Yeah, because you already know (laughs) at least once a year. You already know you look stupid. No, once a year in wintertime. Yeah, except the last year I didn't fall. You eat shit. Yeah, usually. (laughs) Like bad too. It's not like it's a loyal thing. And then you come in the house yelling at us and we're like, What the hell did we do? You're the one who can't walk. 
Well, you just let me out there. You just said this. You didn't do that. You should have shoveled. She goes nuts, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. It happened at work, and it's our fault. Well, yeah. It's all your fault. Why didn't you come up there and uh, shovel the driveway? What? (laughs) I ain't getting paid to come uh, shovel your sidewalk. (laughs) I mean, you know, I guess you can say it's okay to care what other people think, but. But why? But. Don't overwhelm yourself with it. But that's what I don't understand. Opinions are like assholes. Everybody's got one. Okay? Why Why do you want to concern yourself and waste your time? Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't overwhelm yourself with what people say about you and how, how they treat you. And you got to try not to overwhelm yourself. Because you know what? I'm not going to sit here and have panic attacks and have anxiety attacks over the fact that, you know, people don't really give a shit. Well, you should know that from Kickstart. Yeah, I know, but you you don't always expect it. Well, if you take it back to the human nature thing, you should. Everybody's out for themselves. That's the way it works. Yeah, well. I have such a dark outlook on life. I was told that by somebody once. No, it's making it through life on my own terms. Well, the big thing is, you know, mentally strong people rarely focus on things that they can't control. Like very well said, like other people's thoughts. You can't control what other people think and what other people do. You need to just worry about yourself. Oh, shit. That makes me selfish. Well, you know, you can't control my thoughts because half the time I'm in some 18 year old blonde. Uh, you know, my I don't even bother trying to control your thoughts. My my mind wanders. See, that's just it. You know, people don't realize we are two totally different people. That's why it's like, okay, opposites track. Are we opposite? We are total opposites, and people need to realize, I don't control what he does, I don't control what he says. He is who he is, and if you don't like him, it's too bad. Oh, I got a filter. And then, then as far as I'm concerned, yeah, I used to try and do things to appease everybody and make it where, you know, try to make people like me. Well, you know what? If you don't like me, I don't care. I'm going to be me, and if you don't like me for who I am or what I stand for, then... I don't know what to tell you. Man, you finicky today. I'm a little feisty. I'm a little feisty. I should have never brought that up. Damn. I've I've been up since real early, so I'm very feisty. So negative. Yeah. I'm not (laughs) negative. I'm just speaking, you know, my mind. So y'all should like stay tuned and check over on Spotify for my 930 a.m. I love Spotify. My not, I, I can't too. stand Apple iTunes. I like Spotify. That's why I always tell people. You Spotify. know, I'm trying to get our app fixed because I got so tired of this guy telling me he was working on the Apple version. Yeah, and I cut like, the other version. I said, you know what? Dump done with your hosting, man. You should. This was months and months. You should have had this done. Yeah, no kidding. You know, I understand that Apple is a whole different type of programming. Yep. But at the same time, don't say you're going to do something and not have it done. Right. So I said, take the shit down. I'll get somebody else to develop them both at the same time. There you go. Because 70% of the people out there have them Apple phones. Yeah, iPhones. Why? I don't know. Uh, But uh, I'll stick with my Android. Apple phones are confusing. They are. They are. I I had the option when I upgraded my phone. They're like, do you want an iPhone? No. Hell no. I've seen my daughters. It's retarded. I can't figure it out. I'll stick with what I know, and that's an Android. Mm-hmm. I just and, think until I have until I have no other option, 
if Android is no longer going to be an option, then I guess I have to suck it up, Buttercup, and get an iPhone. But I, I. But until so, then, I'll stick with what I know. I got so tired of the complaints. Hey, I got an iPhone. I can't use your app. You can only take that for so long. Yeah, I know. So that's why I said, screw you. It's going to get fixed it eventually. By, oh, oh, by the way, I put a dating room in the Discord server. I saw that. What the hell? That's dumb. Hell no, man. People can get freaky in there. That's stupid. You know, I, I'm, you know they can't even get my radio app going right, so I'm not going to have them do it like a biker uh, version of Tinder. That's stupid. That was That's going to be funny. That's stupid. It is. Stupid. But going into your show is right after this. Yeah. 9.30... Uh, AM Central Standard Time. Yep. And I think it'll be a good subject to talk about on the next show because you're really getting whacked here. <laughs> it's very interesting to me because I got to live with you. Yeah. Where I can see the change happening. What? I can see the change in the way you're thinking. And I never thought you'd be that way because one, you know, you do got a good heart. I'm not saying you always I'm not balanced gonna, it out against my uh, ice cold heart. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not going to still be the same person. It's just I'm I'm changing my ways of thinking, which is fuck all of it. Fuck them. Go get a bag of dicks. Chuck it in the fuck it bucket. I don't care. You know, there's a book out there called The Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I have to get that one for you. I don't need no book. Because I always believed in don't take the stress, give it. I'm not out here to give stress to people either. I'm here just to be myself and do what I got to do to get the bills paid and be here for my kids and, and my old fart man over here. And Why do I got to be old? Because you're old. You're older than me. You know what? Care. I'm going to shave. I'm going to get rid of the beard because I look old now. You shave the beard. I'm never speaking to you. Don't shave the face. You don't like you like you my look, beard. You look twelve when you shave. No, I'm talking about the, no. Uh, this leave part. it. Leave it. I like bearded men. Oh, you don't keep a beard. I'm gonna go find one. <laughs> yeah, but when it grows out, you don't like it. Leave it the way it is. Okay, I guess so. Thanks. I guess so. It K. happens. Hey, she getting crazy, man. I cranky. <laughs> You're cranky today. <laughs> anyway, guys, gals, go over, check out China Doll over on Spotify and all that stuff. We'll be back again tomorrow.